This is the True Detective Podcast by Bleed TV, covering season three, and this is episode seven. What is this, the final country or something? Final country. And uh, the director was? Sackheim. Sackheim. Classic Sackheim. Classic. Very classic. Uh, Guys, I'm depressed. This is episode seven, which means we only have one more left. Um, I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm at a loss right now. Yeah, one left, and 98% of the mystery is... Is over. I don't know. I wouldn't go 98. I mean, I would say it's mostly been solved and everything. It's just how we're going to get there. I mean, I'd say 98% of the mystery is solved, but there's still a couple of things that we're, we want to know what happened the day it happened. Yeah, there's some big plot, not plot gaps, but there's big gaps in the full story, but some of them are pretty significant. That I really, I really, I'm excited about speculating. Though. Yeah, what happened and why did it happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and where's Julie? <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, overall, man, I really enjoyed this episode. Like, oh, I love the tidbits they gave us this one. You know, which some of them were pretty big, but um, it's hard to classify <sighs> as anything besides just a really great hour yeah, like, of television. I, I'm to the point now where I couldn't say it's this one's better than this one, that one's better than this one. You know. A few episodes ago was the best of all. Yeah, because it I just mean, had so much monumental information that it had yeah, given us. And, of and course, this, the acting job at the end was Dora oh. Ali. Oh. I mean, just the film work, too, on it. Yeah. Um, but I will say, this episode had some new things that really stuck out to me. Like, some of the music, some of the score like that were really spot on. This one. Um, time transitions were oh, great. Yeah. And a new time. We have a new time we on do this have one. A new we time got, we got away from three. Now we're on number four. So I thought that was pretty cool. That was the first thing in my notes was the new time era. You know, uh, it was nice to see that we get to see Rebecca as a college student. So we do know she actually did go to college. Yeah. So she did. She is alive. You know, we had some hypotheses under. Well, she's alive in this new time era. Exactly. What <laughs> um, we we know this is between. Okay, in ninety, she's six, seven, eight years old. No older than ten. She's definitely in the single digits. Yeah, single there. digits. Uh, um, and then so this, is this timeline shows are going to college. So two thousands. So let's say let's just hypothetically say she's six years old. Okay. So uh, so if she's six and she's going to college, that means she's eighteen, nineteen years old, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it was thirteen years later. So we're talking two thousand three. Well, I mean, we don't know when the nineties is, do we? Oh, yeah, right. are we giving a definitive year in the 90s? Or right. we when saying? we see her and we're judging her age, like the year that well, she missed at Walmart, you know, the year like that, that's 90. So if we're saying okay. she's six or seven years old, if we do the math correctly, that means that she's this, this him him taking her to college yeah, is yeah, around 2003, sure 2005. Like a give secure 90s timeline. So, yeah, I'm going to age. But I'm going to go ahead and say she's older than 90 then. Because the the age difference from him dropping her at college – Picking up something heavy. Yeah. He has gray in his hair, but he still looks formidable. You're, you're talking about 12 years he looks like he does now yeah. in 2015? No way. Right. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a go ahead and say she's 9, 10 years old. And I'll now we're talking me. six years. Okay. We're talking 97 instead of 2003. Well, even if she's 9, it's still 9 years more. Yeah, I mean, that's So still, it's 1999. That means she graduates. That means that she's my age because I, I graduated high school in 1999. Yeah, I, I'm just saying yeah. 
whatever. Maybe the makeup guys did a little Here's too good a job. Too. I'll make it this. That pickup truck he was driving was a Ford F-150 extended cab. And it had, that was the, the years that they made that really, you know, mooned off right you know really rounded front end and my buddy hayden drove the exact same truck which was like 97 and i think it came out like 96 97 model and it was good until about 02 03 something like that they started going back to the old boxes you know what i mean and so the truck gives you a good clue that's right around 99 2000 era give or take so we're talking about that two or three year window okay so that's our new timeline right and I, i could see 15 years from the year 2000 him looking yes because he had just a few gray age. hair showing up you know what i mean now we're at that point I, i'm with you on that so that's good um so like i said it was good to see that um i, I think that there's significance there i think the next episode is going to show us why you i know? mean it has to it's the last episode so <laughs> if there's a i mean there's something right, about the true I mean, there's a reason a... they're showing us that year timeline well yeah there's a reason so i mean like but we didn't get that we didn't get it this episode I think next episode we are, which there was a thing in the preview, which we'll talk about at the very end. It may be helpful with that. Um, the next big thing in the episode, though, was talking about, of course, as I, we predicted, I said Tom was going to have an accident. He's going to shoot himself. And, of course, <coughs> he's on that um, that big watchtower. And uh, self-inflicted gunshot didn't look too good. No. Yeah, I love, you know, blood pooling at the bottom. Yes. The drip, still dripping and everything. Like, yeah. Fantastic. Um, I, lo- I love that Roland was up there sitting there, clearly distraught. You know, uh, I don't know, man. I feel bad for Tom. Obviously, I mean, it's just a. I don't a, think I hated roll we, of didn't, dice. We, we didn't get a Tom amazing episode. You know, amazing scene of him acting. You know, what I mean, we only had that one little bit. I mean, what more left. could he have done, though? I mean, doesn't matter. I mean, whatever the guy was touching, he was gold. You know what I mean? I mean, where do you? Let's just talk about if you know if we're talking Emmys at, a, at, a, at some point, right? Who gets best supporting actor in this show? Really, between Roland and Tom, can Roland and, be considered a? Supporting I mean, Amelia, actor? I guess would be best supporting actress. So I don't know, but Roland. I mean, technically, Roland would be supporting because he's not the primary character; he is a uh, co-character. We, we've got to change these rules because I mean, he, he's right up there. As, I think he's co-lead as well, but. Yeah, I mean, I understand only one Just person. Just by the rules yeah. of it, I'd say he would have to be, you know, co-star. So, so I mean, I, I think it's rolling. Like, sorry, Tom. You I, just don't get enough screen I time. I agree, but man, think about some Tom moments. Oh. Toot has crushed it. Yes, there's no doubt. No doubt. Of course, Dorf has too. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to take credit from Dorf. The guy, oh, I would guy. say no. Tom's main problem for it is just like he, he's hit the same note perfectly, but he hasn't shown nearly as much variety. Let's talk about this crime scene. One thing that stuck out to me, which I'm happy that you see, uh, hey, say this this is crap. You know, mm-hmm. who types a letter, three lines, you know, like that or so on. But something else that bothered me is is that that, that letter was perfectly it flat, wasn't crumpled, no crumpled, anything. no folds. I mean, if you were going up there, you're carrying it in your pocket. It's not like you carry the sheet of paper. No. With you the whole way up there. Maybe with if your, you, you know are what I'm saying? Carrying, like, even if you are carrying it, you know, you've got your fingers dug into crinkle, it or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, like, it would. Tom doesn't seem like the guy who would keep that piece of shape, paper in pristine condition <laughs> on the way up there, lay it down as he blows his head off. And then so get be, the gun to land perfectly on it with your hand backwards. Like, yeah, it just, uh, just like some of it. But, but then again, I think that's to show on purpose, you know, to really, yeah. like, you know, kind of ham fisted a little bit. Hey, remind me. Definitely. Is fake, definitely. Know? I mean, why wouldn't he go all the way to the top? 
Why did he stop three quarters of the way up? Exactly. Because a dead body is really heavy. <laughs> or an unconscious body is very heavy. Absolutely. Right. But I mean, exactly. if you were committing suicide, yeah, you'd go to the top. Right. You know, I think you would. I mean, I, I think you would go to the top that way when you shot yourself. You have a chance to fall off and like your body just kind of... Make goes, sure you're done. Absolutely. A little two for one. Yeah. Oh, you know, and plus you could also say that if you were going to commit suicide based on the situation, would you do it where your son died? Well, they're trying to make it look like he's the fall guy. Yeah. Even still, though, you after just, the tape is played, they're going to pin it on him anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like it's a, it's a nice, neat package. All nice package. Up. Yeah. Um. So that, that was tough with Tom. Of course, the, shortly thereafter, you see they cut back to where you see Tom packing his car and leaving the house, and rolling in the flashiest jacket well I've hold ever on seen in my Be- life, before we talk rolls about this up jacket, in it i mean we've talked to kelly and there's been a lot of oh that's right circulating that's right. going yeah, on that's right uh, that, we, uh, we got at least what at least 10 emails several posts on social media and the theory is that a roland is gay but roland and tom have been having a little bounce yes, there, there is a connection uh, I called BS. I haven't been on this wagon <laughs> at all. I'm sorry. I told all. I told everybody. I was like, it's possible, but no. So I support the evidence you're throwing at me and everything, but I'm just not digging into this. Roland, yeah. like he just doesn't strike me as gay. Like possible bisexual man, only because we see the church sequence. Oh, yeah. A lot of hot ass. Oh, church. Yeah. oh yeah. I need to get back to <laughs> church. <laughs> that was my argument too. Plus, we had the scenes of with him with this woman. This house will, you know, I mean. Yeah, like, I understand that, but. You never know. Bisexual hey, man. I, I like that you're throwing that and in there. And he's fine. Because this jacket is. Oh, as soon as I saw the jacket. Stylish. Like, I'm, I'm looking at both of you and I was like, oh, bro. <laughs> Roland's gay. Like, it's popping, I mean, son. That jacket's popping. Some smooth sheep's wool collar. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the lights hit. Just lanolin. Like lanolin. <laughs> <laughs> the hair is good and long. Glistening. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, he's got a nice swoosh. Oh, yeah. To the side. <laughs> My personal number. Yeah. yeah. And here's my personal number. Yeah. You might yeah. not need it now, but there could be a time. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. We're done. Booty call. Uh, I still say no. Uh, yeah. Well, by, by after I mean, scene. I may have mentioned a mustache to stubble. <laughs> Make out sequence that didn't happen. Yes. But, uh, it was getting heated there for a second, though. I'm still calling no. I think he's yeah. just a... Uh, friendly guy that just tries to help him out in a moment of need and he's just like man you're going through a really shitty situation i honestly think you know it's after you know because it's the 90s when they go back and they meet he's still with old girl Mm -hmm. they met at church and stuff like that i'm thinking after they kill james or whatever like that that it wrecks both of them you know what i mean yeah that him and amelia go their own path now and i bet you know, you saw how distraught he was after it. Yeah, I mean, I you think know, West you fucked my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I, I think that's why he never, he's got a skeleton, you know, a yeah, big oh, one a in big the closet. One. Yeah. And I mean, one. I think this is the first person Wes has ever killed. And I mean, I think that's part of what breaks him. Oh, I, I mean, would we say. We well, that right now. Even but. if it's not the first person he killed, I mean, they were both in, ar- you know, military, army, whatever like Wes that. Wes wasn't in military. Uh, yeah, he was. Motor pool. Motor pool. Okay. He wasn't on the battlefield. He was a mechanic. Uh, either way it goes, it, there's a difference in, you know, you killed somebody in line of duty or your job. Is there, this is a, a yeah. leap of murder, murder. Yeah. <laughs> in know. the first degree. Well, it's a bad kill. It's a possible, well, it is the lead. Yeah. 
you know, that you needed. You know what I'm saying? Here's it, your connecting piece. You know, to hell with you for pushing me to this point. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that's tough. That was tough. Real, real tough. Um, you get, you get to see Amelia get a, in the mix a lot. You know, we talk about her confronting the, the one-eyed man, which we now have heard the name June or Watts. We also hear, you also get to see her get to see the neighbor, J- Jake's favorite. Halloween lady. Halloween lady. Uh, of course, Halloween. And, of course, she produces a picture book with a very classic picture. Um, not classic, but a very telltale picture that was from the preview. Um, where it shows the two kids, you know, trick or treating. They took a picture, and you see two adults or people who seem to be adults in ghost outfits covering their identity well, of who they are. Except you can see their hands, and one it's black, one black one, and one white. Mm-hmm. Correct. And so we are to believe this is June Watts. June Watts, or, you know, Mr. June Watts, whatever like that. And Isabella? Isabella, is that the name? I think that's correct. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, are we led to believe that this is Isabella, yes, or do yeah, we think Isabella. it could potentially be somebody else? This would be Mr. Hoyt's daughter, Isabella. Yeah. Um, I, to me, that, I mean, that's that's what I think that's what it's supposed to represent. Why else would you see a set of black hands and white hands? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I agree with you, but I mean, do we think it's a red herring and it just really isn't her underneath, and they want us to think it is? Or no, it's just like, I think we're too far in for okay. it to be a red herring. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, all right, so we we were talking about a little bit this before the podcast started, yeah. or about that, and I wanted this picture to pay off more, but it didn't. But I think it was just to show black yeah. hands and white hands. Yeah, it, yeah. And, and when we get into a little more the the theory stuff or what we think going forward, I have questions about this. Correct. So I mean, I think it was just kind of help paint the picture of Harris was guilty and everything of hiding evidence, and this. These people pop up more than just once in the report that we didn't get. Well, the the hoist's maid or whoever that was, she basically spelled out who June was, yeah, who Isabella was, why the house was suddenly became a fortress and don't go to certain areas. This is all the telltales of they brought the kid there. And You're not allowed to it. see anything. Only Mr. June's allowed down there when it dealt with Isabella or the other kid. This is what it is. And they brought this kid home so they could save Isabella's life because she was destroyed from losing her own child and her husband in a car accident in 77. That's basically, I mean, that's what this this maid or cook, whatever she was, basically spelled out for you in no simple terms. Right, but like I said, when we get to theory craft here shortly, I got some questions. All right. All right. I'm excited. Sounds good. All right. So... There's a scene where they go back to the motel and they see where Dan was involved in a scuffle. You know, this could be the same scuffle he was involved in was dealing with um, Tom, um, but he's missing. The key thing you see in the scene, of course, is there's a wallet on TV, meaning he's a goner. Um, I thought it was great that they had the scene outside and he's like, he's in the wind. We fucking lost him to set our soul on. But the best part of the whole scene is when you see Hayes turn and look at the the quarry lake behind it. Yep. And I was like, okay, genius. I, I, genius. I, I think we know where Dan went, guys. <laughs> Mystery solved. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was freaking awesome. Totally awesome. Um, the next person I want to talk about is Eliza. Now we had um, a couple emails come in, um, and there was a few things on social media, but everybody's starting to think Eliza has an alternative motive. Now, this episode shows that she 
created this production to try to fill in her gaps of the story. She's looking for answers, answers as well. Answers as well. But the theory coming from some of our fans is, is that Eliza is somehow related to Julie. Even much so could be Julie's daughter. Well, that's easily could be Julie's daughter at this point. I mean, years later. I agree. Um, okay, well, let's, well, let's, let's, do, the, let's, actually, do, the, let's he, do the math on this. Do the math a little bit, yeah. All right, so Julie is taken. We said she's six to eight years old. That's 1980. Okay. 2015. So by 2015, okay. So, I mean, she 35 would have had years had, later. 35. No, no way. She would have had to have this kid at like... At 15? No, at no. Older. All right, how old do you think Eliza is? She's... 26, 27? Pushing 30, I yeah. think. I would say I'm going to say 30s. 26, 27 years old. Well, how so old that is... means if... Well, if she's... Let's just say 25. That's an easy number. That means that she would have to been born in 90. There's correct? No yeah, there's no way. Yeah. So that's 10 years after. But if Eliza's 16, 17, that means she could have had her when she was 17, 18 years old. So actually is possibly that's if she's 25 if she's older that means that she would have had the child even younger but also how is this you follow kid, what i'm saying yeah. but if this is her daughter julie's daughter how is she so well off like i mean, well, I mean you, hey, adopted children have a chance foster kids have chances who said you know maybe she's a little hoyt money in her in her maybe her name's girl Eliza that ran hoyt. away from the yeah. hoyts like i mean julie ran away from the hoyts Maybe she ran away with a lot of cheddar. <laughs> I don't know. It's no, I, no idea. But yeah, it was a no, theory no, no. that was presented to us, and so I'm just trying to do if there's any way to put math on it. Yeah. If she, if we are saying that Eliza is anywhere between 25 and 30 years old, that means that Julie would have had to have had her between the ages of 13 to 18 years old. And we know she didn't have. Her, That's reality. She was like 15 during this Walgreens incident, right? No, she's older no, than that. She's older than that. During the Walgreens incident? It's 10 years later. Okay. So I think, yeah, I so think the girl like, is at least eight years old. Eight or nine years old. Actually, you're right. It's 90. Yeah. It's 90 when they the Walgreens stuff comes up. Right. But if so she's eight <laughs> years old, I mean, she's been 18. The, the thing didn't happen. Well, yeah. If she anyway. was eight, then she would be 18. Right. She looks closer to 18 in the photo. Yes, she does. I mean, she really does. But like... Are we saying like, she had I have a, a five-year-old. She looks way older than a five-year-old. So I'm going to guess she's at least eight. I'm going to say that makes her 18 at 90. There you go. It's ridiculous. I'm sure they've told us the kids' ages in this show. I, know, I it was cannot remember. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say it was 12 and 8. We've had this debate before. Yeah, I know we have. But Anyway, is it possible? Yes. Do I think so? Not really. Yeah, I'm leaning towards no on this. I, I think it would make a great twist and everything, but I'm definitely going towards no. There's plenty of twists. That's one I just don't see the necessity. I don't know, but it would be, be nice good. to have a good, a good alternative motivation for what she's trying to do. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, it's you never know because we uh, still don't really know the real motive that she has for doing. No, this. I mean we're because she's sleeping with the son, and she's doing this story. She went after Roland first, and he said no. So, I mean, are we to say that she just happened to fall in love with the son? Or was this is this part of her angle to get into the house to be able to do this? There's a lot of things we just don't know what her motivations completely are. But it also makes perfect sense in 2015 to cover a true crime show. Correct. That destroyed a town that has all these bodies attached to it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes perfect sense in 2015 to do this. Do we know where she's from? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I know. Hmm. Uh, and her last real part is she just she gets really upset that Hayes gets up and bounces after she divulges Watts and then shows the computer screen of season one. Oh yeah, you know the connection. And of course, she's talking about the spiral and so on. Now, well, and here, she does drop that she thinks that the dolls are used as markers, correct, mm-hmm. to decide girls to pull into child sex rings. Mm-hmm. Once again, this will lead back to my theory craft later. Okay. All right. But I mean, she does think that the daughter was sold either by just the mother or a little combination with the Dan. father. Yeah. yeah. She put some theories out there. She believes that it's Dan. Dan's the, Dan, Dan's cousin. the cousin. Dan and Lucy decided to sell the kids, pay them like that. There's a lot of possibility there. Like Dan said, you know, people who, what I know, people don't want you to know. Yeah. Looking after me. How do you think Lucy survived? How do you think he was getting paid? Now I'm thinking. So they make that connection. I'm thinking that's 100% what happened. I, I agree 100%. Um, you know, I'm 100% on that. I think that, like I said, each character of this, this episode also brought some more questions, but also confirmed some things for us moving forward. Um now, one of our theory, one of our listeners, we're talking about the crooked spiral and this all like that. One of our listeners, which um, name escapes me, but he sent me an email, and or maybe she, God, I'm gonna look it up. Anyway, they sent me a picture of the Drifter kid, Nicholas. Um, yes, maybe it's Nicholas. Yeah, it's Nicholas out um, in Sweden, which uh, Sweden, I would have never. Yeah, and uh, and it's a picture of the Drifter, and he said, "Y'all need to look at the necklace he's wearing." And so the necklace was of a spiral. You know, an outweighted spiral. Yeah, it was like so a blue spiral too, wasn't right. it? Right, and so on. And so I researched the image the best I could, this and so on. Uh, the difference is, is the spiral is larger and gets smaller as it goes. Most of your crooked spiral or your spirals is the same width line through the entire oh, thing. So this one's a little different. This kind of leaned more towards like a gypsy symbol or something. However, um, it is showing something that he talks about. You know, like you're talking about Bohemian. We're talking about... Kids were picked up. Yeah. Um, pedophile ring. Going back to some of the stuff you were talking about, it's it's crazy that he's wearing a symbol of something, and she even Eliza confirms the spiral stuff in this episode. So I think it does show a little correlation and connection. Um, either so way, the, good looking out. I mean, yeah, it was a great catch. Oh yeah, and you know, I didn't catch it at first either. So I thought that was solid. Um, all right. He cuts away, um, and then we cut back to where you see a scene of Hayes basically with a box of all his crap. Like he's walking out of his office, and an, uh, a female police officer comes up and gives him the phone records from 88 in Las Vegas. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and so evidently, whatever's happened for him to quit or is done, we didn't see that. We just see him packing his shit and getting out. Is that, are we going to make that revelation? I don't think so, because I think what this is is – um, this is post Tom, and they know they're gonna put it on. Yeah, I think Tom. they're cleaning up the office. So he's and just everything. cleaning up his shit, their stuff. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? just the war room and everything. Yeah, like just getting I, it all. Yeah, pulling it all away. together and stuff. Okay, like that. all right. Well, I, when I saw the box, you know, when you think that stereotypical, somebody like, okay, here's your can or yeah, you get a box, get your stuff. Yeah, yeah it looked like they were leaving that initial war room and everything, and she okay. was catching them on the way out. I well, agree, but we find out she's called Hoyt eight times. And it was the security office private line for Harrison 
James, James, James. And that he got a flight the day before. Right. Stayed in town two days and came right back. And came back after the day she died. Correct. So, I mean. And then they spell it out for you. Okay? This pretty much closed up, sums up what happened to Lucy. Yeah. Gave yeah. her a hot shot, as uh, Hayes tells him. Um, pretty open and shut. And Dan O'Brien is missing now. We're all pretty certain what happened to him, too. Correct. So, and even later in the episode, they make the correlation of how did Harris get involved? They go back to the car accident of 77 when he lost, when she lost yep. her husband and child. He could have been the state trooper that found the scene. He was highway or, patrol. Yep. He was the highway patrolman that took care of it because she got into a car and ran into a guardrail and maybe he took care of it to hide it so mm-hmm. that, you know, the daughter didn't get in trouble for it. Yeah. Exactly you know, so that. one of those two situations are both obviously leading to how he's a trustworthy in the pocket, whatever you want to say. No, that's the thing is he's first on the scene for her accident. Hey, we need we need to keep this quiet. It's hush hush. Yeah. yeah, he plays ball. Here's an extra he's trustworthy or guy. Yeah, like maybe Makes not sense. necessarily trustworthy, just easily on the take and everything. But being whatever, know. yeah, follows rules. So as the episode progresses, we even get more of the okay. Um, like you see Amelia gets blown off as she's, he's working on these records. She decides to go to the bar with her kids in the back of the car and confirms from the boss there that she was never seen with a black and white couple, but that Dan, her slimy cousin, mm-hmm. was here with a one-eyed black man. He was seen with who we presume is June. Mr. Which June. we presume is Mr. June. Or Watts. Yeah. And so... That right there, again, just going back to Eliza's theory of the kids were sold, this was a prearrangement, and so on. And then it's even further solidified later on when they talk to the the God, they didn't say her name. The She's black, either a cook or a maid yeah, or something. Like I, I don't and, remember ever saying her name. Right, and to which Mr. June is, lives in the basement level. Mm-hmm. This is where the pink room well, is. This is where the pink room is. And this is where Isabel goes, and that's they're the only ones that were really loud down there. He's a trustworthy man for Mr. Hoyt. Always been that way. And at a certain point, they were no longer allowed to move freely among the house. Right. You can mm-hmm. only go to the foyer or the kitchen. Right. And this was, I believe, right around 77 after the car crash and everything. So probably 78. I mean, I think that's important. Well, she wouldn't be allowed to go down there anymore, probably because that's when they had Julie down there. Well, exactly. So and that so, would be after 80. Yeah. Okay, so you're going all the way that She far. said, I'll stay there a few more years until they started changing the rules up. So if the accident she, happened okay. then. She talked about, even after the accident, that she was getting worse. Mm-hmm. You're so right, they you're still, right, they right. still yeah, yeah, yeah. were so, around enough to know what was going on with the dog. It probably is right there around 80, 81, yeah. after we presume. Well, we know that. it's 80, yeah. it looks like. Right. Are we to conclude and say a theory that here is that they got the child Julie as a way as a way of hoping to improve Isabella's situation based on what this woman's telling us? Yes. Well, I mean, not off of what necessarily she's telling us, but how we're piecing it well, together. Well, she's the only person that's told us that Isabella was falling apart and getting worse, and then suddenly the rules changed at the house, and you know, and that's when we believe that Julie's there. 
Well, like, is that the main motivation? Let's see. Let's we'll get to it when we get to theory stuff. Because like I said, I got all the I got all these questions about <laughs> this stuff, and y'all, okay. and y'all can try to fill gaps in for me. Okay, right, or answer right. them. But I mean, also like a big shout to the score people because like when she was when Amelia was talking to the owner at the sawhouse sawhorse sawhorse, yeah. and then she sees her car without the kids again, and that music that freak out. Yeah, I was terrified. Yeah, I was like, oh, the kids just got kidnapped. This <laughs> yeah. is where we lost Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, I was totally waiting to see the kids outside talking to somebody. I was too. But I did have the second thought of one of them being, them being asleep. It was, it was the middle of the night. Yeah, oh, but yeah. I mean, like that, that was like a back thing. Like yeah. That's what you're kind of hoping no, for. We were all kind of hoping there was something Just a little saying, more mischievous. Well played. Yeah. yeah. Well played. Uh, Me because like we had the one or two checks before and everything. I yeah, mean, I thought it was well, just great attention to detail. There shortly after, we get the, we get the, the tailing. You know, the, the cool aerial shot of Roland and Hayes tailing Harris. No headlights no on. No headlights. Cool. And then that music. <laughs> When they, when they turn the lights on and they turn the light that that music coming on wow I, mean, I got it. in my notes like in bold letters like it was amazing um, and I love and you know hate the fact that they had to you know they put in the you know the high screech are you resisting uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly are well, you, uh, are you, you failing to comply pulls his gun out yeah. Were you reaching for this? No, no man. No, no man. No, I started with, you failing to comply? You failing to comply? <laughs> yeah. You failing to comply? You step out of the car. You, you, look, a little, you look a little angry. We, we can talk about this back yeah, in my office. You look or dark. You look, he said you look dark. No, yeah, dark, dark look in your eyes. <laughs> Were you reaching for this? No. He goes, I'm perfectly meeting in the office. Mine or yours. yours. <laughs> I mean, they found a way to put like good, a little weird... Dark comedy in yeah. this. Uh, I mean, it we, was yeah. cracking up. <laughs> it was cold, but let go, you motherfucker. Yeah, let me <laughs> tell you, the first sign your ass is in trouble is when the officer pulls you over and he's got black gloves on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I say, though, costume designers, oh. these dudes look badass oh, with yeah. their gloves on. Oh, yeah. Sleeves rolled up. Just a little just bit. Just a quarter of the way. Black leather gloves. Oh. Felt like I was watching the old Clint Eastwood movies. Or, the or cop just days or, you know. Cobra. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cobretti. Cobretti. He works at Zombie Squad. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I mean, this very easily could have ended up corny. And like all of us are like, what the hell are they even, doing? Even the visual of them pulling up to the barn, just using the headlights of the car, was oh, awesome. I mean, Glorious. The, the the way the music and the cicadas oh yeah, oh, yeah. were like the background sound oh, yeah. it's just like Ugh. which also for people who are in the south cicadas are pretty much the worst thing in in the world oh yeah man like they they just they are the everything. white noise of the south yeah, yeah. they will dominate <laughs> just find a radio station that isn't working yeah that cicadas twenty four seven so how about this blackjack he beats the crap out of him with. I well, felt the pain. I felt the pain. I, the I, face shots, we all are aware that would hurt. But he's ribbing him with it. Yes. Slapping his left side and his right side with it. That would hurt so bad. Oh, oh man. I really thought he punctured Harris's uh, ribs yeah. and everything. Oh, which is a great acting job. But he's like, oh my God, I don't feel good. The I'm wheezing. Dying. Yeah. yeah. The wheezing parts where I was like, that's selling it. No, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah th- there's definitely some internal bleeding. Like, this yeah. is where we're going. How disappointed would y'all were that he didn't spill anything of any probative value? I was happy. I was like, this is a fantastic job I, of sticking to your story. I think the most like damning evidence though is when he says, "Why do y'all give a shit about yeah, those these, two these aren't pieces people. of trash? Yeah, y'all you shouldn't worry about them." That's when you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know that they're though these are just garbage people. Why do you care? But yeah. I mean, it's like the number one rule of lying is to just stick with the lie. My thing is, this dude did take a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. And didn't say nothing. 
facial expression. Like he didn't start to laugh or anything. He was just oh, yeah. like he used all the stuff. Like I'm dying. I have kids. Am I getting out of here? You know all the classic I need, lines. I need proof. I'm or I you know I need assurance. I'll be mm-hmm. walking out of here. <laughs> what do you say? I'll be walking out of here. He goes. You'll be alive at least. You know. <laughs> I mean, Wes just and he had that scowl the entire episode. Oh man, fantastic job. So we we figure out this might be what. West is actually mad about. Yeah, I mean, why he's mad? Yeah, I mean, like possible. This is the by the time they're burying him, it looks like West is a broken man. Yeah. Oh, well, he realized. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. I just want you to know I'm thinking. thinking it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he realized he got duped into it, and then this wasn't supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's like I said. I think this is part why he never got married. You know. Started drinking too much the rest of his life. Yeah. Well, they made a point to show him drinking a ton leading into this scene, you know, and everything. You but know they're what I mean? both having to swallow this pill. Mm-hmm. He's he's about to have to pin this on his friend Tom, and and I, just I, have I to just and thing. just have to eat it. This yeah. shit pile. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. So I I can see why he's upset, and then this only just dramatically makes it worse. You know, knowing that you're right. Knowing that Tom's not the guy. And this guy has proved it. That your partner has found all the evidence and proved it. Mm-hmm. No, this is the shit right here. And then you kill him. You can't even clear Tom's oh, name yeah, now. Like, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That's like... And like not that you could do it legally because they already knew that as soon as they tried to run it up the flagpole, it was just going to die. And that's oh, no, how we ended yeah, up in this situation. It was too neat a package. But yeah. Now we definitely can't present this yeah. evidence because... You got to find him. Yeah. And where's he going to be? Oh, the hole you placed him in. <laughs> yeah, really. You ain't finding him either. Yeah, you, know? no. <laughs> you ain't. Um, so it cuts away. Um, so you get the scene of old man Hayes, and he's confronting Roland about, hey, did you get that name, Watts? Don't forget that name. I'll forget the name. And then he goes out of the window and sees, hey, I ain't crazy. Look at it out there. And they see the black four-door sedan. So then they de- derive this, you know, the next scene you see him come out with a bat. He's got the gun on his back, uh, uh, behind his back. And he walks out slow. You looking for me? You look at his old ass, by the way. I thought it was awesome. And the whole time this was a g- beautiful setup. Just so the other guy could get behind him and, you know, or Roland get behind him and take a picture with the license plate. Not real sure why you had to be literally right behind the car to take the picture. but No, he was hiding so the guy in the car couldn't see him. Right. Um, I love how he gets up real slow. Like, I got oh, it. I got yeah. it. I got oh, it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's rolling like, in the gutter. Yeah. <laughs> That's classic. But uh, the next we, scene, though. Well, dude. are we led to believe last week that these people really weren't there or that Wes just didn't want to admit that they were still See, being followed? I'm happy you mentioned that. I think it's his son. That's and a different West, car. West That's a saw different car, though. I, but Wes, they made a point to him tell his son. Somebody needs to watch him at night. True. Somebody needs to stay with him. I mean, he really did. Right. So, and then we know, we, like you said, we already saw a sequence where he looked out the window and didn't see anything, mm-hmm. apparently. And now he looks out there, you know, and he, he, he follows them or whatever like that. But West has the photograph. Yeah, he does. I was what I'm saying. Like, he can take that picture and be like, okay, they got, we got you. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get a new car. <laughs> but I mean, like, this is a different car than what his son was driving. Yeah, like, his son was driving reason. a gray Dodge. I mean, I understand. It, it could vary. But the windows well. are 100% blacked out. Oh, yeah. I mean, this no son, other car 
can drive around with that other than an unmarked cop car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying. I, I'm betting on it being the sun. The sun. It does have Arkansas tags, so yep. I mean, it, it definitely makes sense. But we see later on as the Hoyts are driving up, as the Hoyts see by the end of the episode, they have this mo. They know where this house is. It could also be somebody who works for Eliza, hoping that this guy is going to go somewhere to give a clue. You could also go from that point too. You know that you're following yeah. him. It could be that. Yeah. It could be Hoy Hoyts people, but I don't think so based on what we've seen later. Um, so there's still some possibilities, not 100%. I'm with you. I do believe it's something to do with his son. I think somebody watching him, whatever. Uh, I'm on the other see. side of it. Could be Julie. Ooh. They can. Pass. <laughs> Just say they can. <laughs> this leaves Pass. a lot of options open. Yeah. All right. Something I thought, uh, immediately following that, he's on the street and he turned around and it's pitch black. And you have this really cool shot of him just like sitting on a road with nothing around. Well, it him. looks mm-hmm. like a single headlights beam. Right. You know, lighting the way. And this goes back to the transitions we were talking about earlier. Yeah, we got a nice, cool rear view mirror transition. Mm-hmm. Yes. God, and that now, was so good. That was awesome. Now we way. get the, you know, fire barrel A little flame transition. pops up. He walks over to the fence and he sees him, his younger self burning his clothes after the murder. But yeah. man, when the younger self looks back to the fence and then and it's, it's empty. Said, it, it's that's things a, like that. That's the second or third time too. Gives me chills every single time and someone's able like, to pull it off. That was almost a perfect horror movie mm-hmm. look back too. Like, oh yeah, it's exactly when you look back and you're like, you think you see something. Oh yeah, I know something over there. And it's just like, oh, well, it's Michael Myers. He's just standing there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just regarding his knife. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no doubt. So Amelia walks out. You know, what have you done? What is this? can't tell you you know that, uh, we'll talk, I can't talk about yeah. this right now yeah um so the ne- next morning you know what i noticed more than anything the next scene classic white reeboks baby of the 90s oh god i don't know how many of my buddies had these when i was graduating high school hey on your buddies had these or your buddy's dads had these <laughs> <laughs> well this is 90s but those are you know those white reeboks they they did for like 20 years in a row Classic old Pretty man. Sure white shoes. still do them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like these, these are the them. these are the New Balances before New Balances. <laughs> yes. like, this is dad bod, you know, uh, epitomized. Oh, yeah. High jeans. They need to have a little bit of green on them from grass <laughs> from push mowing. You know what I mean? No doubt. No can't doubt. can't wait to turn you these had, bad boys green. You have two pairs. You know, <laughs> you got your one for mowing and your you know, grass shirt. One for ninety nine percent of your time. One for Pick up basketball and mowing the grass. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the third pair for grilling. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, it just, for some reason, it just stuck out to me. I was like, see One reason it stuck out is because they're icy white. <laughs> you can't yeah. help but to look at those bad points. Um, so he's, you know, he's not really talking much, and suddenly the phone rings. Um, How about a classic, like, cordless phone oh, ring? yeah. You got to pull the antenna <laughs> out. And I love it had the... Um, the memo yes, the, slot on the back of the yep. thing, or you used to be able to write important numbers in there. Well, that's your emergency contact, so like you knew who. <laughs> do you find these stuff? I mean, I don't see anything. Goodwill has these kind of things in. Yeah, no, no, but you, there's a lot of grandmas with addicts with this kind of crap in it. <laughs> All right, everybody, <laughs> go home. See if your grandma's got this up really, in the attic. Dude, we need you put this on here and let Hollywood buy it from you or rent it. Anytime you need it for yeah. a scene, I got it. You know? Even the bottom of it was like yellowed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's classic, man. Yeah. I mean, cigarette, this was a cigarette voice just pouring oh, into it God. all the time. The voice of the line, Edmund Hoyt. 
Yep. The man First himself. time we've heard his voice or anything. First time he's ever been a character in the show. Do we think he's lived up to everything that we thought he was going to be? Well, it's to be determined. Okay. <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> I'm waiting to see a cowboy hat, you know, with a tassel bow tie, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, Big beard, whatever. I, I, so, the key thing about what he says is, I'm very interested in the events of last night dealing with Mr. Harrison James. Yeah. And so on, like. Mm, you got a really nice family. Yeah. What? Your, how lucky writer, you are. Little artist. Like he gave very vivid descriptions of each one of them. Well, and not even just that. It was just like, would you like me to come inside? Just right off the bat, like, oh, you're I'm already gonna... at my house. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, but also, you know, how lucky you are to have a family. Mm-hmm. That's a possibly a play on. The Some tragedies. of the things that have gone on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, as we find out when they were talking to the older lady and everything. Yep. Anytime he thought he was having a good family life or life outside of business, it got wrecked. Yep. Literally right. and figuratively. No doubt. And of course, he goes out there. And you know what stunned me though was this scene is is that when he goes and tells Amelia, "I need you to trust me," I'm totally expecting him to say, "Grab the 38, get the kids <laughs> out of here, out through the back door, and like that." And he doesn't. Uh, all know? of us were just like looking, like, uh, "You're not telling her to run or anything." Yeah, like, really. You know, get a shotgun, get in the bathroom if you don't sit. You know, whatever. Yeah, but no. if I get in this car and it drives away, run. No, really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Never come back to this go house. Find, go find Roland. <laughs> exactly. Hit number three on the back of the phone for emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the memo. Boy yes. yes, classic. But and yeah. do we think he's? Uh, do we think Hoyt has contacted West first, or do we think that uh, Hayes is the first person? Like, could Hoyt or could West well, be in this car? Here's the deal: Hayes is the only one that has something to lose. Well, I don't. I mean, do you, or does he? Well, I guess does he, I guess he has the girl. Uh, he could still have the girl. Like we don't know. He's is ninety, so I mean, he has the girl. Yeah, but the threat's but, much much deeper threat when you, yes, children, when you children, got children and a wife. I'm going to say Hayes is the first one you talk okay. to. And um, I'm, a, I'm okay with that. Like, I was not just only that. No, Plus, he says it later on. He says the episode ago, Hoyt talked to me, you know that? Remember, Roland didn't know. Okay. Roland had no clue. That's true. Hoyt called me. explain why Roland is the only one that quits and everything. Yep. He t- remember he told him, he said, he knew, he knew what we did to James and... You know, yeah, I, yeah, you're yeah. right. I had to right. make a personal choice. Yeah, right. Um, so this is definitely going to be the reason why. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty sure this is the reason why he's no longer on the force. He quits outright. Um, and then why Roland was upset because he's like, "I watched you quit. You just gave up." Da 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 da. Um, you know, and that's basically kind of the episode, and it goes right into previews. But I, before we do anything else, I want to stop and say, look, we, we this has been one of the best podcasts we've ever had. By far, some of the best record numbers we've ever had, some of the most best engagement. I can't tell you how much is how fun it's been, how it's been great to talk with the fans, social media, and the whole nine yards. But the reality of it is, this is episode seven's coverage, and then episode eight is basically going to be the culmination. So the theories end. It's basically just ooh and ah about how well they're going to finish this up in the whole nine yards. So the reality of it here is this. What we have on the plate moving forward is, in late March, we're going to pick up Into the Badlands uh, for its final uh, eight episodes. So if you're one of those people, please join us. And of course, one of our flagships, one of our best things ever is Game of Thrones. Now, I know there's a lot of Game of Thrones podcasts out there, but we do a pretty darn good one as well. And so if you're enjoying us on this HBO show, I hope you enjoy us for that as well. Um, but we, Jake and I and Cash were talking about it like we have some gaps in our schedule and we want to see if we can get some fan support or suggestions on maybe some shows 
or movies or uh, even some Netflix originals, whatever, if y'all would like one of us to cover and maybe talk about, pot about, something like that. And so we're looking for y'all to email us, talk to us on the social media. You know, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. That's Bleed TV Podcast. Um, of course, our email is bleedtvpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and so send us a quick message. You don't even tell you. You don't have to say hi, this, that, or so on. Just give us the name of a show, you know, or whatever. And we're just going to kind of tab it together and see but, if something works out. Basically, if you enjoy what we do here for this show, We'd like to continue, continue to continue let you enjoy <laughs> what we do. Like, keeping your, your enjoyment on another another show since we're about to lose this one. Um, but we don't want to lose, lose the momentum and all the listeners that we've gained from Absolutely, this podcast. So been awesome. Please reach out. If there's a show, doesn't matter what it is, let us know. We tally it all up. You know where we, we see out, the we'll most. Do it, man. You know, yeah. you know, re- recommendations for it. We'll we'll cover it. Um, but it's just quick. Because we only got one more episode of this. Yeah, so we're looking for something to dive our teeth into. I know we're going to do some movies coming up, so even if there's some specific movies you want us to cover, or this other, especially Netflix stuff, man. Netflix is on a roll. Uh, but anything, just let us know. We look forward to it. But um, let's get into the theories, Jake, man. Jake, you've been talking about yeah, this Yeah, I'm kind of looking at my chops here. I'm ready to no, call bullshit. Like, no, it's not, it's not even necessarily a theory. It's just questions I have, okay? okay? Well, dazzle us, sir. All right, because... What what I'm saying is is mainly that y'all, through the podcast y'all have said oh that's that's how it's going yeah. this is what happened and stuff like that but my, here's my question Eliza comes out with you know sex trafficking mm-hmm. crooked spiral stuff we Conspiracy. see all that um, all the cover ups and all these things okay people of power but y'all are already on the train of they chose Julie because Lucy sold them sold yes. her or whatever like that. To take care of uh, Isabella, Isabella, right? Mm-hmm. To replace the daughter she lost in the car crash with her husband. In the car crash and stuff like that. Okay. Why did they give her these dolls that are marked for sex trafficking? If they were just getting her to help with the daughter. My theory on that is, is that the one-eyed man, June, um... The girl was given a doll at Halloween. Mm-hmm. June and them are in these ghost outfits, sees this, buys 10 more of them because he knows the daughter likes them. Or likes, Julie likes them. And so he's giving to them to her. Just completely unbeknownst. That unbeknownst, just because he saw that she enjoyed them or whatever like that or so on, and that she decides to put them there as a way of, a way of finding her brother when he's dead. That's my thought on that 100%. I think it's... It no, could just be completely coincidental. Coincidental. Here's the thing. They go to the lady that makes the dolls. Mm-hmm. She ain't sold them, except for, for one guy who buys 10 of them, right? Correct. We, we, it's June, right? Or Watts. Yeah. Who gave her the doll then? She got them when they were at Halloween. Because that's what the, they said. I understand that. But they never found a house that gave them to her. Correct, but he gave them to her then. But uh, didn't other girls, other kids receive these dolls? Or was it just... uh, That's uh, No, I think it was just Julie. Okay. But my thing is, if they're markers... Didn't both kids get the dolls? If they're markers for somebody to pick that person up, because they said Watts is a a collector or Mm -hmm. whatever, or what did Eliza call him? He was a point man or whatever like that. That's why he has the dolls. True. To point Julie, right? 
All I'm saying is, and there, there's something. Why give her the doll for sex trafficking? I don't think it has anything to do with sex trafficking. I think it's just a cool connection as a red herring, mainly because when June confronts Amelia later, he acts like he cared and loved for her, but you don't know where she is now. You don't know what's going that on. That could still be pedophilia. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. There's that's the the mystery to me mm-hmm. is like the the dolls are tied to sex trafficking. He gets the dolls, give them to him. Is but he just ignorant of that? I don't know. Very well could be, because these are completely different dolls. Correct. They're different dolls. Right. They look nothing alike. They're all these like straw well, dolls. They're, yeah, they're yeah. very homemade, yes. I mean, homemade. And they, I, they, think they look, I think pretty they're pretty damn enough. close. Yeah, I think they're pretty uh, close. Anyway, whatever. I'm, I'm just saying, at some point, Julie runs. Yes. Or leaves, or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Either on her own fruition. I mean, because yeah. she's she's sitting there when she makes the call, like the guy pretending to be my dad. You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, all I'm saying is, like, we're 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 maybe too tied to the fact that they picked up Julie Whoa. and bought Julie from Lucy and Dan for the daughter. And where's season two take place? I don't remember California. Yeah, it was California. Okay, yeah, well, because right. it was the California highway system. The only reason yeah. I was misled by that was because she says in Louisiana, Nebraska. Then, yeah, it was another place. In Arkansas. Yeah. Why are we bringing up Nebraska? I don't know. It uh, could be a lead-in for another season. All okay. I'm saying is, is that the Eliza stuff could be the red herring. True. But the dolls tie things together. They do and they don't. I see what you're saying. I mean, who's yeah, to say, I, who's to say Hoyt's daughter? What damn? What's this? What's her stupid name? Isabella. Isabella. Isabella doesn't just continue to lose her mind. <coughs> I mean, there's a good chance. And then they end up. The only reason trying I, to sell Julie into trafficking or something like that. The only reason I think it could still be trafficking is the look of horror on Thomas' face when he walks into the pink room, and then something we see in the trailer. I I think the pink room could surprise all of us and not be pornographic, but photos of her smiling happy in family pictures. Yeah, growing up. I'm talking about like family photos with this with uh, Isabella Isabella and everything, and possibly with Watts. Yeah, Um, or with the Hoyt family. You know what I mean? I mean that could be just as sadistic as seen. Uh, you would be just as twisted stuff. seeing her happy, smiling face, you know? Julie ends up in the Runaways, Bohemian, whatever this that are so on, and starts calling herself Mary July, right? Yeah, correct. I think it's purely a runaway. I think the only connections of the sex trafficking of this that are so on are just coincidental based on Eliza. season one and similar but not perfectly identical situations that can be based on what Eliza has said. Okay. That's my opinion. It's all very circumstantial. To me, like she's the only person that talks about being the pink room princess and this, that or so on. There's no other drifter saying I've been in the pink room before. There's no other person saying that they've been to the, the point mansion or been this, that or so on. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, I think you're right. It's going to be nothing but pictures of Julie in there. And when Tom sees it, he, that's why he knows. Um, but we still have the gardener. From the last episode, and saying if you want the real story, 
Ask Look what happens at, to girls around here. Mm-hmm. Right, but that could be whoever owns that company is using that orphanage around it, and that's why she's there. That's why Julie's going around, going around, because wherever she goes, kids are being taken advantage of. And yes, that could be a subplot of everything going on, but I don't think Julie herself, the situation of her being taken and then being in the pink room has anything to do with trafficking. Okay. I just think what happens to her after, for whatever reason she leaves, is associated with sex trafficking. And then when they go to that orphanage, we get little hints of it, like what was going on. I purely believe that's what's going on. Like I said, I don't know. Okay. All I'm saying is everything doesn't add up just yet. No. No, it's not it's not tied up in a bow yet. And she must never leave the pink room. Does she finally run away because she keeps asking what the hell happened to my brother and they won't tell her? I think so. You know, she Well obviously Mr. June doesn't know. Judging by the last thing we heard, she said we left him in there resting. You know, where's my brother? Mm-hmm. And it's like did they leave her in the pink room forever? Never let her come out? Yeah. I mean, I think pretty close. I don't think she ever got fresh air or anything. It had to be a long time for her to say, that guy pretending to be my father. I mean, you're talking about one of the Stockholm or like that. I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that could probably just take but a But we know that that's possible that he isn't her father. True, but how do you convince a child that it doesn't know? I don't know. I mean, like, think of it. If she's eight years old, I mean, like, you know, I have a son. And I, I don't know how you can look at him. It can take a good minute to try to convince the person you've been with your whole life is not your dad. And then who who is the person you're convincing is not your dad? That's the next thing. I mean, we have a, a black guy named Mr. June and we have Isabel, which is our, in our working theory. Who is the person that they are assuming is their dad or her dad? Are we to say that the guy who died in the car accident, it was really your father? Could have been. You know what I'm saying? Which that's another theory of that maybe Isabella's husband before his dad, before he died, had an affair with Lucy and they knew this and that's the reason they were because watching, stalking her and we want to buy her and give her money so she'll go away. Because that Hoyt bag was 76. The Hoyt bag was 76. And this car accident was in 77. Yep. You know? I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of possibilities there. Yeah. I, I Like I said, remember I talked about this episode or two ago where it's like, I'm not sure Lucy sold the child nefariously. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Obviously, she wanted out, and Dan was you know a scumbag to help her do this yeah, and stuff like that. There's a payoff for it. You know, give it to her real father anyway. She'll live a better, better life, life better everything. life for that child, and you're yeah. getting better money out of the situation. Yeah, no, and I don't disagree. And the only reason she's wrecked and everything else is because Will wasn't supposed to die. I'm just saying though, these people, the Hoyt is. Is right here in town. Yeah. Like you're selling this kid to somebody right in town. Like what's your plan? What are you going to do with these kids? Yeah. Keep them locked up in the pink room. I don't know. Does Lucy, was Lucy planning to sell both of them? What was the plan for Will? I mean, it just that Will go home to Tom? Yeah. You know, obviously we haven't found out what happened to Will. For all you know, of Will dying, like you said, wasn't on purpose. Which I don't think he died on purpose at all. Oh man, I'm leaning you know, towards he was even though the, the we got the autopsy report for the first time this time, blood force trauma, his neck was broken. Yeah, yep, cervical break. Uh, I'm leading to think. Do you fall and hit a rock and like that and break your neck? No. But you see the rock. Yeah, it wasn't kind picked of up and and yeah. smacked into his neck. He had to have either been forced down on it with a push or literally grabbed and thrown down on it or he tripped and fell and hit his head on it. 
I mean, like you, even as a kid, you know, to keep your like, was brace a, when you fall and stuff. I was a hundred percent an accident, but then when he said it broke his neck, that that turned it for me. That was that was a big turn. I mean, you think the base of your skull, you know, where they're talking about where it broke it. I mean, it wouldn't take much where you see when he hits. Yeah. Well, plus you don't know where he came from. Too. For all you know, he fell off that little cliff there. Yeah. Could, it was well, a good the 10-foot fall. Stuff. perfectly. We're going to find out, obviously. We're going to find out. I, I want to believe that he died of an accident because she was a part of putting him in a comfortable place, and she just thought that he was knocked out. Resting. Right, and resting. So to me, that means, you know, I don't think he was maliciously killed. Um, what I'm saying is Julie on the run – from even the Hoyts now because she found out Brothers really that dead. the brother was killed and they've been lying to her this whole time. Mm-hmm. Or is she on the run because she can <laughs> give all this information away? Right. <coughs> yeah, that's a, that's a tough cookie right there, man. <laughs> you know. But I, mean, I think that's pretty much the episode. <sighs> is there anyone that we're thinking... I'm well, thinking Halloween lady is safe. Like, uh, sadly, I gotta take her off of my whodunit meter. She's at a cool. Yeah, zero. like her only thing that comes to the play now is just that picture. I think she was just a good friend now. The only creepy thing about it is, is do you promise me you'll come back tomorrow? I think she's just lonely. That's a good setup. It is to call, you know, Mister Hoyt and be like, she'll be back tomorrow, returning my photo. But these guys are powerful enough yeah. where obviously they just pull straight up to their house and be like, come on outside so I don't have to come inside. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I, to me, I think it's an attention grab just because she, her house looks so dilapidated. She's alone. She goes, why don't you move yeah. to town? She goes, why? Somebody has to remember here. Yeah. Like, she's, I, think she's, I think she's the last one of the era. She lost her best friend. She yeah. lost everything. The children are gone. Everything that she was enjoyed about life in that area is all dead. And the town's dead. I mean, you saw she was like all about the neighborhood, mm-hmm. putting up the Halloween decorations. Yeah, and everyone's like gone. Shiite, you know. Yeah, everything's boxed so, up. So to me, I think she was just lonely. Yeah, I think she's was, having a visitor was much appreciated. Yeah. She's a, a hobbit at this point. Yeah, yeah. So to me, she's you know motors cold on her. Yeah. You know on this one. All right, I'm gonna hit a hot one, Amelia. You know, totally safe to me. <laughs> I'm just going to die on this hill. Like I, I, I've been too hot on it to just give up on it going into the last episode. I, it's cold. I'm not going to lie. Probably by myself here. I think she has like a 10% that she still has something to do with this, but it's looking grim. You know, there was an inkling in my back of my mind that, you know, one-eyed black man, a black teacher, so you know, could there be a, a relative of Lisa or so on? But when they did the book signing, yeah, and he comes in there and starts barking at her, and she has that in fear. I was like, okay, that's that's sunk like the Titanic. Um, I'm, he, I'm saying Amelia is cold as ice. Yeah. Um, uh, the Nightcrawler theory has died. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that she decided not to write a second book was confirmed this episode. To me, this goes back to the theory of Hoyt makes a, a situation of everything goes away, 
Do you understand? And he does that. And Amelia's, you know, don't, you're not writing another book. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And we're, we're moving on into our lives in yep. another direction. And they so, both had to make a choice. Mm-hmm, they correct. made it together. And made a personal choice. And so <laughs> I did that. And so I think Amelia is 100% safe, even though, man, I was loving it too, because she was interjecting herself in so much. And she's just such a good detective and everything. Yeah. It would have been great. But yeah, it's pretty cold. I'm not going to um, lie. Yeah, there's, and so that was with two people we've mentioned in the past. Can you think of anybody else that you know maybe still has a semblance of it? No other. There's no other suspects at this point. Now the only thing we haven't had a confirmation from on anything is that we haven't talked to the AG's attorney. He hasn't had his moment of talking to Hayes. Because remember, he said when the interview's over, we're going to talk. But no, no, they they did talk. They did talk. They were at a bar. Yeah, talked. Yeah, but like he didn't give us anything like. Yeah, he did. He told, us that, he told us that... This was her, back in episode two, man. Her prints weren't behind the counter. Okay. Well, I mean... I'll, I don't know. This episode made me feel like they were going to be... Like we were going to get to see him again and give something more. That was back in episode two. I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm just saying I thought we were going to get this guy again. Like, he's gone. Like, we hadn't seen him since. I mean, I feel like we're going to get some of these guys again in a way. Yeah. Because they're just too important in the whole right. series but absolutely is, is the last episode only an hour i mean i would assume it is i don't know why they would change it up i don't or anything, know but i hope not yeah because i'm gonna tell you this episode there were so many times i thought it was over and they went a little bit more and they went a little bit more yeah. Yeah, i was they, like no they had that fade to black with like three minutes left and i was yeah. like this is it yeah. nope no. we still got some uh, but, but do I, we have any idea of what eliza is yeah okay eliza all right do you like, wanna, how does she finish up like I said, possibly one of the people in the the unmarked car yeah. in the street. Um, Maybe she really did make the connection, and it all is all crooked spiral, and she's able to help take that down. I, not I with an hour left. Time. Yeah, not with an know. hour left. I don't know. Do we think this is the final episode of the series of True Detective? Period. Of True Detective. Period. No, it better not be. <laughs> Because it was so good. You know, good. after last season, I would have said, you know, this one's coming in. I mm-hmm. was like, this is probably it. But this show is very popular. It is. And the way that they're semi-connecting it. Like, I mean, maybe this doesn't take it down. This kind of... Well, I like they're not connecting it at all to season two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you kind of just have to scrub season two from existence. Um, you know, there is still a large group of people who think season two is amazing. There's a, lot of, there's a large group of people that do heroin, but that doesn't make it a good idea. <laughs> so that you, you should yeah. stay oh, man. Uh, you know, what no, hurt season, season two, two was is that it followed season one. Yeah. That, to me, that was its biggest trouble. With shit, can't nothing follow season one. Yeah. Uh, season three. Season it, one is best season of television ever made, probably. Eh. If, if next Sunday goes like I think it will, this, will, this season will rival it. Not to no. me. Yeah, no. This has been an absolutely amazing season. I because season it. one didn't necessarily come out of nowhere, but it did so many monumental things that set up and pretty, it's laid a lot of the groundwork. Pretty for groundbreaking. Three. Yeah. All right. Hey, you know, you're all entitled to your opinions. Right. Okay. You're entitled to your. Some of them ain't worth wiping your ass with. <laughs> 
not necessary to talk about yours like that. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll get into the previews because the previews do have some big stuff in it and so on. So, guys, this is that opportunity where if you're not one of the people who enjoys previews, this is where you cut it off. If you are, I really appreciate you listening. As always, make sure you hit us up on social media. Let us know. Hey, remember, don't don't forget to tell us which shows or what you want us to maybe cover. We're going to see what we can do to cover you on that. So we're going to do a brief pause and get right into previews. All right, previews-wise, we go back to our new timeline, uh, the college timeline. We get to see Hayes walking down a sidewalk on college. He's pretty happy and upbeat. He's got his tie on. He's walking, you know, excited about life. And we get a quick snippet of Amelia with a different hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And she is reading. Um, Looking an, significantly older. Yeah, definitely. Um, an excerpt from another book. Um. So, when I look at this, I'm like, okay, she's teaching again. Mm-hmm. Maybe college level? Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, seems like it. It, it. it seemed like that was. Um, he's visiting his daughter at college and so on. Golly, man. Like, for them to keep showing the college timeline, oh, why, oh, why? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is this where we're going to find out where Amelia died? You know what I mean? You know no, what I mean? Amelia, you mean Rebecca? Or Rebecca, or yeah. either one. It seems like they show a photo of Amelia. She's much older. Mm-hmm. She's like grandma age. Right. Was it you who told me that um, Pizzolatto dropped a piece of the script? Yes. Out there, and it says that like Amelia died 2012, 2013, like a few years before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think this shot we're seeing of him walking, of her being at college, is that time frame. Basically meaning like Amelia is going to be a character who dies off screen. Yeah, so would you... I think she dies like of natural, almost natural. Yeah, like causes. a like a natural reason. Okay. Not, well, I'm just saying. Not because so, <laughs> some guy pulls up next to her and ices her. I don't think that's going to happen. This is for the Hoyt. Yeah. The Hoyt. The, the Hoyt. Yeah. Yeah. Like rolled up and <laughs> the Hoyt. Her the Rebecca regards. take it dirty. The in the regards. Yeah. <laughs> sap, 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 sap. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> no, I think this is we're gonna find out why Rebecca's gone, whether it's a death or it's out of pure anger. Okay, that she no longer speaks or is around the family anymore. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. Um, the next thing you do see a quick scene of Roland fighting a bunch of guys at a bar. It's, bikers, it looks looks like, like bikers. Do okay. we think there's any connection back to season one? I mean, we know that biker gang didn't really have anything to do with season one at all, except for giving us quite the possibly best the greatest five probably, minutes yeah. ever. I, I'll be surprised. I really have no idea why he's fighting some bikers in a bar. Yeah. Other than he's continuing a drinking problem. Which is an odd thing to throw in the final episode. Well, he is getting worse and worse with the drinking. I mean, maybe, he is, Maybe but... that's what happens. Maybe that's what makes him a single... You know, awful guys. His woman leaves him. He gets into bar fights. He becomes an embarrassment. I can easily see him, you know, when uh, Hayes quits. Yeah. And, you know, whatever they get into a fight about and stuff like that, he goes to the bar, blow off steam. This could just be like a week later and everything. Just, someone says yeah. a fight just for being pissed off, looking for a fight. Okay. You know? Um. Then you get, man, how good is this show when you see the special effects of. You see an Ford Explorer pull in through Hoyt's gate. Old gate. Old, yeah. many years removed. Place looks abandoned, dilapidated. And you get a scene of them have a flashlight going down to the basement floor. 
and you see the door. You know, this is the door to the pink room. Um, and so obviously we're going to get the next episode that uncovers what Hoyt was and what, how this was. And we get a pretty horrific gasp coming from them as soon as they open up this door and everything. So, yeah. I mean, I'm ready to see. <laughs> is anybody surprised that this dungeon is not like bricked up to where you can't even find this thing? A little bit. And the fact that why, what happened to where they couldn't clean out this pink room? Like, why would you leave anything horrific? Don't know. You know, I mean, well, that, that's what a, you might be horrific might be is just in this pink room, which solidifies they took Julie. Because they have heard the princess of the pink room. Okay. Right. I mean, it could be just as simple as the color of the room. When we saw the safe door yeah, that, that leads was to like the hallway to the door. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm just like. But like, yeah, why would you even leave that safe door open? If you're leaving this estate. Like, who decided not to brick up this space where you can't even find it? Well, if old man Hoyt just suddenly died and he was the end of the line, the place could just be abandoned. You know what I mean? It's a... That's, that's reality. I mean, like, you got to think about it now. Think about who the heirs of Hoyt are. The only person he has left is Isabella. We don't know her her status. Who's to say Julie hadn't been living in this house this whole time? True. That's you know, a what I'm big saying? bridge you're leaping on there. I, I agree, but it's like, who'd they leave the the property to? Yeah, who owns it? Or did Hoyt die when the town died? Yeah, I mean, obviously, based on what the trees were growing up in front of those columns and so on, it's been dead and gone for a long. Yeah, time. Yeah, it's not it's maintained. maintained. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it's. It, I we think know. there could be a body in the pink room. No, 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 no. no. I had no clue. Okay. No clue. Yeah, no no point in trying to guess. I really just don't have a clue. I, I'm just surprised they could even find it. Yeah. Um, and the last thing you see is you get to see Hayes, and he's in the exact same distinctive coat he's wearing when he gets into the Cadillac. And yells, just tell me what happened. You just tell me what happened. So, obviously, this is the scene where at least I feel like He's basically being told, you're going to go away from this, which he's going to quit the forest, the whole nine yards. But he wants the truth. What happened? What happened to Will, I think, is what he wants to know. You know what I mean? Right. I just, yeah, man. He's going to figure out what happened as an old man. So we know 90s jumpsuit doesn't figure it out. Correct. He figures out enough to where he makes the decision to cut his losses. Nothing he can do can change anything. You know, he's really can. protected yeah. Roland. You know what I mean? And his family. The and people that know about the death of, you know, Harrison or whatever like that is like, they're not too fussed about it. You know, the one thing we didn't discuss about in the regular episode was, is that there was two scenes where Hayes has mishaps with his mind. The girl walks up and he goes, Hey, yeah. what are you doing here? You know, I'm going to drive you to school. Yeah. Hey, I'm over here, buddy. And then the whole deal of, hey, I'm sorry I pushed you to that. You know, just out of nowhere. Yeah. And so on. <sighs> you know. It's all right. Whatever. I, I think a lot of that's just to do with Rebecca. Yeah. And what what happened. With and just fantastic acting. Like. Yes. There's no doubt there. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, that was the end of the previews. It was short and sweet, but they were yeah. distinctive. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But, guys, I think that is going to wrap it for Episode 7. Um, golly, only one left. That's going to suck. But... 
Anyway, again, we really appreciate you listening in with us. Don't forget to email us and hit us on social media and uh, let us know what your thoughts are. And uh, hope you tune in for the last episode. We'll probably be man crushing all over it. But anyway, this is True Detective Podcast. And I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you all next week. Mm-hmm.